Oh shoot, I didn't mean to do that. <laughs> it's okay, we can buff it out. Okay, ready? Let's buff it out. I got my gym membership and I was like, I'm going to use it. I'm going to use it for its whole potential. Yes. Right? Oh like, gosh. Oh my, oh my gosh. <laughs> Did you shake it? No. <laughs> you guys, the Olipop just betrayed me. Here, it's it. been sitting here for like 20 you minutes. You saw that though. I just opened it like regular. Okay, let's try that again. Okay. All right. Cheers. Cheers. We're doing mocktails this episode, unlike last episode. We're reeling it back in. Kendall took us off the rails last time. It's all about the balance though. I must say though, I did not feel sick. I thought I was gonna feel really run down after the espresso martinis you made us, but mm -hmm. I actually worked that night, like on my computer. I you know fine. why? Because I put the tiniest amount of alcohol in them <laughs> and it was mostly just like an espresso shot <laughs> with honey. <laughs> You're like, if anything, I felt really energized and like caffeinated. Yes. Like I felt good. No, that's why. Okay. <laughs> you totally conned me. Yes. This is good though. Back to our Olipop. Mm -hmm. Well, I have an announcement. Oh, let's hear it. I'm being one of those very cliche people. January, you know, went and signed up at the gym. You know what I realized though? We are <laughs> the biggest hypocrites. So like first episode <laughs> of the year, New Year's resolution is so dumb. Do not go sign up at the gym. What do I do? Signs up at the gym. No, so true. Everybody dry January should just continue for the whole year. <laughs> Don't drink. Next episode makes espresso martinis. But it's okay. You know what? Everybody has... It's okay to, to say one thing and do another. <laughs> no. We speak on here as if we are being our ideal selves. Mm -hmm. But we're also human. And, and you know what it is? It's that do not what i do what i say not what i do exactly like that in true mom fashion <laughs> yes <laughs> but anyways tell us about your okay. gym yeah i need to vent about it actually a little mm. bit because like i'm a little traumatized so the gym that i signed up for is very nice it has a really cool like kids club for canyon which is the main reason i'm doing it mm -hmm. just to get a couple hours alone you know yes and they have all these classes they have yoga pilates all the things so i was super excited to go to my first yoga class because the whole reason i'm signing up for the gym is not to like go get into shape honestly it's just to more relax move my body feel good it's more of like a i have like wellness goals mm -hmm, right so mm -hmm. i was really excited for a very relaxing yoga class like i just wanted to stretch i wanted them to guide me through a meditation i wanted it to be like super woo woo weird like just like vibing <laughs> yes, like i, I wanted you. to like fall asleep on the mat yes you like know? you I, we talked about this too and i was like she's like telling me like oh i took a yoga class and i'm like was it one of those ones that were like then they bring out like the little bowl and they like bring it around no, i honestly and they're wish ringing. they yeah, did Right? There was no bowl. No, because there are some that can get like that. They get really woo-woo. And like, I don't know if I like it or I don't. There was one, one time really quick, they took like essential oils and went around and like rubbed our temples. And like, it felt a little invasive, but also like kind of liked it. Like, you know, so I get it. No, so that was the mood I was in. Okay. It depends on your mood, right? If you're looking yeah. to like hardcore workout, you'd be like, this is boring. But or if you want like your chakra auras mm -hmm. on top, aligned, whatever, <laughs> on top on of top. each other. <laughs> Then you do, yeah, I get you, I get so you. So I was really looking forward to this relaxing experience, my first kid-free moment. Mm -hmm. So of course, in true mom fashion, running late to my first yoga class. Classic. Right? So yes. dropping off Canyon at the kids club, like I'm really nervous. First of all, I'm really nervous about this daycare situation for the first time. And so they just like sweep him away and I'm like, okay, that's it, like bye. And they're like, yep, yeah, bye. And I'm like, what about you don't need my fingerprints like yeah where's the background check? where's the questionnaire like yeah. what what this face that he does means like yeah. you know like his cues mm -hmm. like what he likes to eat what shows he likes to watch no, no questions yeah. no questions they're like give me your kid i'm like you just accept all kids you just <laughs> 
how do you even know who he is yeah. you know like he has no identification caitlin the way i did the same thing when i took manny and i felt the same way and the first time that i dropped him off yeah. like they're just like you think it's gonna be this big thing like that yeah. it's gonna be this big like conversation mm-hmm. they're gonna ask you a bunch of questions or like you know because you're ready you're like prepping yourself like, okay i gotta tell him like if he gets fussy maybe just try like rocking him like this right. or if he does that do this no i walked in and they're like oh manuel and they like take him off my hand like literally take yes, him from take me you. and like my hands just like gave him and i was like okay Aisha. <laughs> yeah so i walk out wanting to cry okay <laughs> i did cry i really? did yes to your oh. actual tears but oh. go on <laughs> you're better you're stronger woman than me <laughs> okay i didn't actually cry mostly because i was like crap i'm late for my class yeah, like, yeah, yeah. i had no time to like sit around and like not know what to do with myself you yeah. know i had to like run up to this class so i had done a tour i knew where the class was i i run up there and of course, they've already started, so it's like very quiet and like very dark in there. Mm-hmm. And she told me that they do supply yoga mats, so you don't have to bring your own. So I'm like, great, I'll just use one there. So I go in, and there's there's all these yoga mats like hanging on the wall, and there's two piles. This is an important part of the story, okay? There's like multiple piles, and one of them has a label. So it's hanging on rods, right? And across mm-hmm. the front, it says drying. So it's like you can't take one out of that stack because there's like a cover on it. Okay, like it's being cleaned. Yeah, that's what mm-hmm. I thought. Mm-hmm. So I take one from the other stack that has no label, nothing on it. Okay, remember that for later. So I try to find my spot. You you pick like an actual spot in the class and there's numbers on the ground. So okay. you have an actual assigned area. Well, I'm running late and I... I'm looking around for my spot and somebody's in my spot. So I'm like, okay, not to panic, like pick another spot, but I'm freaking out because what if I'm in somebody else's yeah. spot? Yeah. But whatever. So I just like choose one nearby. I'm all flustered. I'm like, it's fine. We're going to do yoga. We're going to relax. So the first few steps I'm, I'm following, you know, it's going okay. But, but you know what irks me? Kendall, what irks you? Go, Tell me. When I go to a workout class, I expect the instructor to be doing the workout with me. Okay. I, I don't know if that's fair. No, I agree. I agree. I want to like, I want them to know, you know, how long we're actually holding this for. Because yeah. how do you know if it's been too long? No, it's like a respect thing, right? Yeah. Like if you're like holding a plank and they're like, keep on holding it, ladies, keep yeah. on holding it. They're walking around and you're like, you don't know what this feels like. What do you mean keep on holding <laughs> exactly. it? Like, how do you know that this is okay? Right. No, I, I actually really, really get that because I, like when I used to do my sports, my coach, it's like having a coach yeah. that's not doing it. And the hatred I would feel sometimes during like a really hard workout where I'm like, shut up. You don't know what this feels like. Like, exactly. Yeah. So I get it. I totally that get that. Part, that was part of it where I'm like, so she wasn't i specifically chose a spot in the class that was going to be in the second row not all the way to the side but like just off centered so i wasn't like front and center attention but like i could specifically see the instructor because on the map it says instructor will be here oh you did your research you did your homework i was like thinking this through i was nervous this is my first workout class basically since having a kid so she's not doing it she's walking around i don't even know where she is she's like behind me and she's just saying the poses like and i've taken a few yoga classes so i knew the the beginning ones like downward, downward dog, dog right like, like up dog or happy whatever. baby yeah i know like the basics uh-huh, kind of uh-huh. so we do like a first like a little warm-up one and then she starts just spouting off poses she's like so this will be our first sequence i'm like sequence oh, okay God. she's like I'm, I'm starting to catch on that I'm supposed to remember the sequence. Okay? Right, like you were just going along like, yeah. okay, well, taking it one step at a time. You right. weren't logging them in your head. No, I wasn't okay. logging them in my head. Right. But then she's like, 
okay, and now take your downward dog to three-legged dog, and then Shavasana, and then half moon, and then this, and then no. that. And I start looking around like, wait a second, what is that? And everyone's just going, just doing it. Yeah. Okay. So like first half of the class, I'm like trying to keep up, trying to keep up. She she leads us through like seven or eight or, eight or ten moves, and then she's like, all right, and then do it again at your own pace. And I'm like, what did we just do? I didn't remember anything we just did. Right. And then at your own pace, like, what does that even mean? So I'm looking around to copy someone. Everyone in the room is at a different spot in yes. the sequence. sequence. Right. So it just is like chaos in there. Right. I was so flustered. I had so much anxiety, okay, that I wanted to just start kind of like laughing at myself. Like, you you know when you want to start laughing out yes. loud and you're yes. just like, what the, what the actual fuck is going yes. on here? okay and you're the only one like no it's so real because like everyone else knows what they're doing it's like where did i did i not get the memo like who who, like emailed you guys before this like exactly like also it should have said intermediate on the class description and i did my research and it did not it said like flow through the movements it's the flow it's the flow the flows will get you if they say yoga flow (laughs) steer clear steer steer clear of the yoga until you're ready so (laughs) i'm already sitting there like trying not to laugh and the girl next to me farts. Oh no! <laughs> and I was like, I'm literally like, I tried so hard not to react, Kendall. I think I was the only one that kind of went like, oh. <laughs> you're, I'm like, no way. That not really just happened. Like, you're, that only happens in the movies. <laughs> your arms buckle for just a second out of your downward dog. <laughs> did she react no one else reacted she was a straight face like it was so normal i mean i feel like these people are like very high up in the yoga community where it's just like yeah that's natural you know oh god you're you're i feel like that was like the vibe you gotta feel the the flow flow in and flow Flow. out (laughs) dude it was honestly a nightmare a nightmare situation for me i honestly gave up i gave up I was just, oh I was just sitting on my mat, like drinking my water, like looking around. No, Everyone's just not. at a different point. Everyone's doing their thing. This yeah. one guy in the corner, they were doing a headstand. That wasn't in the sequence, but they went off the rails. They were like, this isn't hard enough. Oh, <laughs> so, no. I, those are the people. Yeah. Those are the ones, right? Like, those are the ones. They used to ask to, for the homework yeah, from yeah. their teacher. Yeah. <laughs> Needless to say, I was in the wrong class. So I kind of gave up. I was like, you know what? I'm not here to push myself today. It's my first day back. It's my first day going to yoga class. I started doing my own stuff, too. Too. I started doing like and uh, your child's is, pose. No, yeah, I was gonna say your stuff is super elementary. You're like, so I did my stuff. Yeah. Touched my toes, <laughs> did. did some overarm stretches, some neck circles. <laughs> oh, I did. I did my child's pose. I, love I that. laid up and like just stared and did some breathing. Yeah, like I don't know what the pose is called, but where you literally just lay on the mat flat yeah. on your back. Yeah. You're like, I did that pose. I think it's called is that savasana maybe i I thought or like the one where you're like to the side like that they end in and you like practically fall asleep yeah 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 yeah. so i was doing that type of yoga Uh anyways the end of the class comes around i did stay the entire time and people start getting up and putting back their mats you know where they started putting back their mats kendall first of all (laughs) (laughs) she i thought she was gonna come around with like spray and like towels to like clean your own mat yeah yeah. there was none of that (laughs) Everyone just started hanging up their mats right where I got my mat from. No. The dirty pile. No. <laughs> Caitlin. Just to top it all off at the very end. 
<laughs> but like they couldn't just have clear instructions like clean dirty you i'm think, on your side you would i'm on your side drying yeah and then not drying right those were the only two piles not in that flow class nope i don't know when, i don't know when i'll go back but i'm definitely not going back to flow <laughs> yeah so where do we go from here it's time for my me nails. To fix my nails. Okay, I really haven't given this thought. What did we decide? So we've been doing a lot of chrome, and clearly the like French tip. If you watched our last episode, I tried French tip on Caitlin for the second time, and we just decided the stickers are not it. I'm gonna learn how to do it freehand with yeah. a little mini brush but until then let's just put that one to rest for a little okay. while so like you can help me decide what do we want like what's our vision for these nails do we want to go like simple just pick a color maybe something we haven't done well we're still in the depths of winter yes today oh wait we'll talk about let's tell them what our what our topic of today is before i pick my colors okay do you want to introduce it kendall i've been chatting a lot yes i would love to okay you guys this one is really near and dear for me because something happens every year the sun just seems to have a way of leaving us and the darkness comes and the darkness takes over. And next thing you know, the sun is setting at 4 p.m. The sun is rising at 8 p.m. And where does that leave us? <laughs> I mean, 8 a.m. 8 a.m. <laughs> You're like doing the math, Kendall. Wait, 8 a.m. Sorry. And where does that leave us? That leaves us in the darkness and a very, very small interval of daylight. Seasonal depression, you guys. It's a thing and it hits me every year. Do you feel like you have seasonal depression? I, in the past, have definitely got it a lot more. For okay. some reason this year, I'm not really feeling it. I'm not feeling, I would agree. I'm not feeling it as badly this year. I have some theories though on okay. why that we can get to. We'll talk about it. That'll be our first conversation about this. But not only are we gonna buff it out, but we're also going to give you guys some really tangible tips and things that you can do to get through this season of depression. <laughs> no, just this season of this winter season after Christmas. So we're going to give you more of the, the, the gloomy day blues. Yeah. So we'll get right into that, but let's pick the color. So uh, as we were saying, what are we thinking? Well, I was going to say you could add a little color and brightness to this gloomy time, but you could pick like multiple colors. Oh, that would be kind of crazy. Could I? I don't know. Like that is that that's crazy. Ooh. That's crazy. That's too much. This is like really bright. Are we not ready for this? I, I, I just think we're ready for it. I mean, I don't know. It's not it's not landing for me. Okay. Putting it back. Go with something safer. We're not yeah. there yet. Yeah, we're not there. too soon in the relationship. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. Wait, we haven't done like a brown. Oh yeah, we That's kind done of brown. a nice color. Okay. We went from bright primary colors and then I pull out the brown. She held a neon orange <laughs> and now we're at brown. No. Are you thinking with chrome? Okay, well that's the thing. Is it too much chrome if I do chrome again? Even if I do chrome I think you can do chrome next time. I think it's gonna be okay. okay. I'm allowing that, is what I'm saying. Okay. We make the rules, Caitlin. She's like, Nobody, I just want chrome. So. Nobody can tell us what we can and can't do. I just think we need to. I think people like the chrome. Give the people what they want. And by people, I mean me. I like the chrome. <laughs> All right, fine, bitch, you can have chrome. <laughs> I'm getting really creepy about it. I just really, I just think it's like, you know, cause it just takes a color from like one level to the next. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, I get it. Like, look at this. You, I tell know, me. that needs chrome. It's it begging for it's chrome. begging for it. Yeah. Begging? Begging. Is that how you say begging? begging? Are you one of those people? How do you say bagel? Bagel? Oh, you say bagel. You said begging, but then you say I bagel. I say things weird sometimes. Begging. Okay. You okay? I thought you hit it with a really harsh accent, no, which it is was fine. Just like Some... a mis misstep. Okay. <laughs> so I'm just being a jerk. Yeah. I you're thought just it was making fun of me for like <laughs> tripping on my words. 
like you're stupid no because i think that's why it caught me off guard because maybe because i've never heard i was like wait are you a, a ba- bagel person no eggs no, you know what i mean no no you know no, those people? Not, not. no nothing against those people but like i just didn't know you were you caught me off guard all right guys so let's get into our seasonal depression topic caitlin you left us on a little bit of a cliffhanger so you have some some inklings as to why we don't have it bad this year i just think i have too much going on and like me and you are hanging out so much that okay we're mm-hmm. in years past it's like after the holidays things slow down you get bored you don't have people to hang out with yes. that's what usually really contributes to it is just like the lonely feeling this time of year when i think back to last year i had it probably the worst that i've had it maybe ever mm-hmm. not to be dramatic but it was because i was like six months or so postpartum like around that it's like nobody's really like talking about you being a new mom anymore but you're still kind of going through it six months postpartum like yeah. you're still like going through a lot you're still learning a lot my baby still wasn't sleeping caitlin's wasn't at six months she knows it well so i didn't have any mom friends to go through it with so i would agree maybe that is it so don't underestimate friendship but we'll get into that more at the end of this episode so what you guys need to do to start off with is make sure that you guys are taking care of the bare minimums doing the bare minimums okay i think i have to say a disclaimer though okay i love your disclaimers you're very good with that this episode isn't really about clinical depression this is just more about feeling down and feeling unmotivated and lonely and Mm -hmm. just getting kind of the blues this time of year Mm -hmm. So like real depression, if you've had real depression before and you know that it's not just like a temporary thing, this episode's probably, I mean, it's still going to be helpful. It still could be. I it was still could say. be helpful, but we're not like the end all be all finding the cure for that. Yes, I would agree because there, but I do think because there's a spectrum of depression mm-hmm. and there are, there are levels of depression in which I think sometimes you do need the help of a professional. Um, maybe just listen to this episode and, and try these things. And if it's still not helping you, then seek medical advice. Talk to somebody that you know that's close to you. Yeah, okay. I think that's good that we covered that. Now, if you are in this just like sort of this seasonal funk, make sure you're doing the bare minimums. And the bare minimums, we've compiled a, a nice little list for you guys. The bare minimums would include water, okay? If you're this not going to be stuff where you're like, you guys are so annoying because this is dumb, but it's so easy to forget these things. So actually be honest with yourself, like check in if you're actually doing the bare right. minimums. Right, and sometimes when you're in a funk, you like don't recognize that you are letting these things go by the wayside, but these are like, these are basic self-care needs so make sure you're drinking enough water bare minimum you guys i'm gonna work through these fast because yeah like caitlin said like some of them you're like okay i know i know next 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 sunlight so this one actually might be something that you're not thinking about so you know during the winter like you don't have this you're not out in the sun as much as you are in the summer and vitamin d can play a really big role in your mood and i'm not a doctor look it up but it can definitely i just saw a reel this guy had a um sunlight therm um it's like a thermometer it like i don't know what the measurement is like beams of light in your in your area so he was in his apartment and he said it was at like literally like 39 and then he went outside and then i think it was at like 7,000. oh yeah he's like your apartment is literally so dark you don't realize how dark it is and then he took it to different stores like target home depot light lamp aisle Mm -hmm. and even those were like just a couple hundred versus like literally natural sunlight yeah and he said even on a gloomy day you're still i forget what the measurement was i think like a sunny day was like seven thousand and a gloomy day was still like three thousand versus like a couple hundred inside so he said even if you like 
go outside and it's cloudy out, even if it's cloudy and raining, you're still getting way more sun exposure than being in your house. Mm-hmm. He said, at least sit by the window, he said. Okay. But we'll talk more about that. That's what I was going to say. That was actually like, I had written that down because um, I think that it's hard because depending on where you live, if the if it's a really like gruesome winter, you might not even like be able to go outside. Like whether yeah. there's just like snowstorm after snowstorm or it's just like insanely cold. Maybe you have little kids. You don't even want to take them out into that cold. So if if the least you could do is even just like find yourself sitting by a window more often like maybe you kind of like work that into your routine like if you have a nice window in your house that you can maybe read next to or just kind of like put it into your you keep losing nails huh dude the pinky oh no i can't find it hi oh oh you found it oh no i didn't i got my sweater caught in the drill But yes, so as you were saying, if you can find a way to like find yourself next to a window more often or even like because going for a drive too, like having your your car windows like you can crank the heat up in your car, but even just going out for a little drive, especially like if we're talking to the moms here, especially if you have kids just going out getting out of the house even if it's just for a short drive around like the neighborhood or you know just like down the street or whatever just something gets you out into the natural sunlight even if it's through the car window and just gets you guys out of the house so that's just like sunlight is a bare minimum okay like try to find a way but then we also sympathize if you live in a place that just does not have natural sunlight there's also red light right Mm -hmm. i think do you know a little bit about that yeah red light therapy is really good for helping balance your circadian rhythm and also um, uh, balancing hormones and releasing like certain neurotransmitters in your brain so um like a at-home medical grade level like led light not that we're telling you guys to go out and buy something but if you if you see one or you have one like whip it out because it can boost your mood Mm -hmm. you're just using it for like i think 10 to 20 minutes a day usually they have a recommended time amount when you buy one but it basically like turns on your cells when your cells like absorb the light through your skin and it it turns them on to like start working again so it's really good for skincare because it helps with like collagen fine lines and wrinkles but mm-hmm. there's also like mood boosting and balancing like hormone balancing benefits and that you guys is spoken from an esthetician if you didn't catch that i think we mentioned it in like our first episode so caitlin is a licensed esthetician and she works at a med spa so she knows her shit that's why i'm like let me refer this question to caitlin she knows she can answer it beautifully and you do use it in my facials yeah no that so i mean if take that and run with that if that's something that you guys that works into your schedule and your finances exercise even a light bit of exercise again guys this is just our bare minimums and then we're going to get into some more deeper we have some more creative solutions yes but like you have to be doing the basics first which is why we're just quickly going over yeah exercise light exercise like i love how caitlin mentioned like just going outside can make a big difference for the sun so do a two-in-one if you live in a place where or maybe like midday is the warmest time of day even if it's not necessarily warm but it's like the best option for you as long as it's doable pack up the kids whatever and just like go out for a little walk even if it's a short walk like i know like once you start having more and more kids it can be hard to get out there but even if it's just down the street and back like it's something and it's it's an activity so light exercise or going to the gym like caitlin mentioned how she has her gym membership now so if you don't have that yet maybe you want to look into that and maybe like you're not a big workout person but maybe you just go to go walk on the treadmill because it's too cold and too snowy outside to walk outside and then you also can- that gives you somewhere to go and maybe a break from the kids especially yes. if you can find one with the child care oh my gosh so worth it yes and you know what you can do when you go walk on that treadmill because you're like well what am i going to think about it's boring you can listen to podcasts and you can listen to our podcast we could be in your ear right now as you're walking on the treadmill so think about me in my yoga class yes and then so youtube workouts if you are at home and you don't have a gym membership it's just not feasible for you and you're really down in the dumps i think something that can be really helpful is just being like okay like trust and guys 
Caitlin and I are both speaking from experience. I've dealt with some really bad bouts of depression at times. And so I know what it feels like. I really have been there. And what, what almost wow. always would work for me was being like, okay, Kendall, you don't like just change into leggings and a t-shirt. Doesn't have to be anything crazy. And you're going to go on YouTube, like lift your hand up. Cause I, like, if you're, and you're nodding your head, if you guys have like dealt with pretty bad depression, cause this is, can sometimes be how bad it is. It's like, lift your hand, girl, grab the remote, press play on like a, you can go on YouTube and look up like a 15 minute workout, 10, even 10 minute workout if 15 sounds too overwhelming to you and it can be anything like i used to do the yoga ones and <laughs> they're not gonna be they're not all like the yoga caitlin described okay there's like some really gentle like if you type in like easy stretch 10 minute yoga it'll be something super easy and simple and doable but it's just a way to like kind of like get you out of the funk and get you doing some sort of light exercise that doesn't ask too much of you it doesn't ask you to get into the car maybe you're just like really in such a rut that you can't even get yourself out there like you you don't have the energy because sometimes once you just do the 5 10 15 minute workout that's like move starts moving your body you're like oh wait maybe i can do another one yes. right you start adding and then and that's what i used to do i would do like a 10 minute one and then once you do the 10 minute one you're like wait okay maybe I kind of want to do like a, another 10 minute one or a 15 minute one now and maybe I don't want it to be easy stretching maybe I want to do a flow <laughs> I mean if, if you're, you're brave if enough you're ambitious <laughs> yes so it's seriously just that's a really good one that has worked that's a personal tip from me that I actually have used when I'm really down in the dumps and going through it and it usually works pretty well for me another bare minimum you guys healthy relationship with screen time I know we all know it's hard okay like I, I feel like I even struggle with my screen time but keep an eye on how much time you're spending scrolling and it's I think it's a lot harder when you are down in the dumps you I, at least for me when I'm going having a bad day I find myself scrolling even more and just kind of like that mindless scrolling so because it will sometimes add to your depression to see what everyone else is doing if mm -hmm. maybe they live in like different climates than you it just feels like that's so far away or not like relatable to you so yes. it can really like pile on you need to not be comparing yourself to people in completely different situations you need to just be focusing on what you have and what's like immediately around you mm -hmm. sometimes to feel happier and i think when you're in a negative headspace already it's kind of that thing where you seek out you seek out the what you want to seek out so if you're in a negative headspace and you're scrolling on social media you're gonna seek out the negative so like yes when you see something that maybe if you were in a better headspace it would be inspirational to you you're gonna see it and you're gonna compare and you're gonna feel worse about your situation right but if you're in a good headspace scrolling you like seek out the good and you're like oh that's inspiring oh i want to be like her like and I want to go out and do this now but so just be aware like sometimes when you're in the depths of it scrolling on social media could be the worst thing for you changing your clothes every day we've talked we did an entire episode about this already actually yeah, that's how important it feels to us <laughs> but it really can change your vibe of your whole day even if you move from dirty pajamas to clean pajamas or a matching sweat set yes the power of a good matching top and bottom just like sweatsuit yoga pan I, and that honestly so that's our bare minimums but that really perfectly leads us right into our main point and this is like the more fun stuff okay we got rid of the bare minimums checklist check 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 are you doing it good you're doing all that now it's time to romanticize this season you guys mm -hmm. i know it's a big thing right now it's kind of like a social media trend to romanticize your life right but never do i think it's more fitting and more important to lean into this social media trend than during the winter after christmas january february those are the tough months we mm -hmm. don't have a lot to look forward to summer seems so far away yes right? and it's like we don't have any themes going on in january there's no like christmas themed christmas party cookie decorating there's party. no marketing going no. Like, 
really is you yeah. know what i mean like the stuff that we get excited about it's because like marketers are working hard during those seasons. Yeah. like don't worry valentine's day will come around and they'll do good but valentine's day is so fleeting so it only lasts mm-hmm. for so long but yes like there's not really much for them to like grip onto during this season i almost wish they would i'm like sell me something anything like i i won't go i don't need to spend the money on it but just sell me a vibe come you know up what with I mean? some holiday for us to like throw a party and plan for right yeah, yeah like give us something give us something so that's that's the thing and that's why romanticizing these se- this season is important but it's also kind of hard you really have to work at it it's easier to romanticize summer it's easier to romanticize fall like it's kind of a no-brainer like when you see those social media posts that are like romanticizing fall like you're like yeah but i could have i've been doing that since i was like 10 so it takes a little bit more work so we're gonna kind of explain to you guys how you can go about romanticizing this season for example some ways that you can lean into the cozy season we're gonna call it the cozy season okay i'm talking like reading books doing puzzles warm cozy meals little movie nights but you guys are listening to this and you're like okay yeah like easy okay i'll go read a book and i'll go watch a movie tonight and do like a a date night movie no 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 or you might be thinking like that doesn't even sound fun right because you're looking at it all wrong I'm like, I'm assuming for them. I'm like, because you're not looking at it right. They're like, no, I actually, I get what you're saying. I'm like, no, 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 you don't. You don't. Let me explain it to you. You need to do it right. Yes. So you, when I say stay in, have a movie night versus like go out on a big extravagant date, like dinner type thing, I don't mean go press play on a movie and sit down on the couch in and the veg same out. clothes that you've been wearing all day uh, you know uh. you have no snacks what are you doing what are you doing what are you doing i'm like looking at the microphone when i say it I'm like what are you doing no you're doing it all wrong i you need to romanticize it okay so we'll use a movie night as an example kendall kendall does these really well i do oh my gosh you guys i so here's what you're gonna do Okay, here's what you're going to do. You are going to pull your mattress out of your bedroom into the living room. If that's too much work for you, you could build a fort. You could put blankets down on the floor. But I honestly, I, I used to do like the air mattress. Like I, we had a futon at one point that we would drag out. And then I just was like, let's just cut to the chase. I want my bed mat. I want my mattress. I want the comfort of sleeping in my bed, but I want to be in the living room. You know what I mean? The amount of times I've come over to Kendall's house and her bed is just like in the middle of the house. And so that's the slippery slope because sometimes it doesn't make its way back into the bedroom after the date night, but that's neither here nor there. Okay. But anyway, so you're going to pull your mattress out. You feel like I'm seeing something I shouldn't be seeing. (laughs) What? What do you mean with the mattress? Yeah. (laughs) You're like, I don't know what's been going on in here, but. We have weird kings. <laughs> That's just part of it, though. No, no, let me explain. So you, so the baby's in bed, if you're a mom, the kids are in bed, and you're going to pull your mattress out, and now you make it sound creepy. I'm like, now I don't want to keep, but anyways, anyways you guys are gonna bake something you know like make, maybe like you try making pie or like making cookies like something that you've you've never tried like maybe it's a recipe that's like a little daunting or play it safe and buy the like pre-made cookie dough that's fine too <laughs> but anyways you're gonna this is all part of romanticizing like build the picture in your head too like leading up to it so that you're excited about it like you, this could be something you start thinking about on like tuesday wednesday and you're looking forward to friday night because you know it's gonna be this big date night i gotta put the dehydrator on this hand okay and then like caitlin was lightly touching on with what you wear that's a big part of it too. Like like she said, you're not just gonna sit there in your regular clothes. You are gonna put on a cute, cozy matching set. Like lean into it, romanticize, you guys. There's tons of like content 
content out there on this on social media so feel free to like go down that i know we said not like monitor your screen time but if you're gonna use your screen time for anything at all that day let it be building the vision romanticizing the date night and then you go and do the date night and put your phone away okay mm-hmm. but yes so like cozy matching sets like we're talking your skims loungewear yes, yes. the barefoot dreams blanket or your amazon skim stoops yes. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> you know we're probably more realistic yes <laughs> But you know what we mean, like slippers, like the whole nine yards. Maybe you guys, maybe you and your partner have like matching sets. Or, and if you're, you don't have, if you're not in a relationship, it doesn't just have to be a date night. This can be, one, this can be with friends, like invite a friend over. It could be such a fun, like girls night type thing. But this can also be something you do by yourself. That's also the other thing is like, don't think that just because like you're spending the night alone, it, it can't be this big, dramatic, romanticized thing. It totally can and it should. You need to do that for yourself. Make yourself a nice mocktail, cocktail, whatever you want and enjoy the night and stay in by yourself and make it a whole thing so one thing that i've been doing i talk about this probably every episode is my peppermint tea in the evening Mm -hmm. but you got to make it fun you know we're romanticizing here yes you guys so i got this really cute cup or mug from home goods and it's beige but it has it has like has like a christmas tree on it even though christmas is over i still it's my winter mug. winter that's yes. fair that's it's fair. wintery it has yeah. snowflakes on it like etched into it yeah and it's i'm always excited when that one's clean you know mm-hmm. i get <laughs> that it's like my one i get that my special one so it's like every time canyon goes to bed i'm like okay i start i start tasting it in my mouth i'm like it's time for my peppermint tea Mm-hmm. it's time to put on the fireplace on youtube yes you know what I'm talking oh about. that's another one you guys write that down you guys if you're taking notes the fireplace on youtube yes. so glad you brought that up but yes add that into any of your like evening romanticizing journeys and you know what has made my tea experience so much better hmm. i used to keep my tea in a box in the pantry okay, okay. far away in the dark back corner behind i ha- the paper towels are like on the ground in front of me so i had to lean to get to it i don't know why i kept putting it in the same place because i drink it every night and it was such a pain in the ass to go like right. that's like dig it out the of the opposite of romanticizing no, I know. is like clobbering yeah. over toilet paper to so, get to it you know what you need to do is like take the opportunity to organize it in a cute container okay so now i have it out by my keurig mm-hmm. and a cute acrylic see-through little organizer cute. i love that mm-hmm. see that is that's what good job Caitlin. So then it feels really clean it's like okay i reach up and i grab my very cute mug mm-hmm. and then i go into the, my little organizer and I'm like, oh, I have a couple options. Which tea do I want? Ooh, JK, I'm going to pick the same. And I go for my peppermint. peppermint. <laughs> it's you, baby. Come here. And then I sit down on my couch and it's quiet and I have my fake fireplace going. Yes. And that's the moment mm-hmm. right that's there. That's the moment. That's it. And that's what it's all about. It's something super simple. It's something you might already be doing. You need to make a bigger thing of it. I love that. And I would, I, I love tea too. And my thing is like, I had, Caitlin came over, I made her tea and I gave her my fancy teacup. Oh and yeah, you have like a cute, actually yeah. like teapot. It's so cute. I need to level up to that level. So that's romanticizing. So you do because that's like a big part of it for me. Like that's a a whole experience. It takes it from just, yeah, being like a crappy old Denny's mug, you know, and now use like a cute fancy one. So yeah, go out. I thrifted mine too, you guys. You don't have to go and spend a bunch of money. You can literally go to a thrift store and find so much cute china wear. I found my teapot. I thrifted my teapot too. So you can definitely just
just like find stuff that's affordable but super cute and just elevates your experience a tip for thrifting too if you are going to find like teacups and teapots look on the bottom and it'll usually say where it's from and i personally like to get the ones from england because and you usually it's it's usually like a better quality too because if it says like from Ch like made in china like it was mass produced the ones that are like handcrafted in in england those are just like better quality so just a little t a thrifting tip another great thing to do that i think i talked about in our new year's resolutions episode was because you're spending so much time at home it is such a good time to declutter and reorganize and yes. just make your space feel really nice because mm -hmm. one of the reasons i think in the past i got really bad like seasonal depression was just staying home so much and not being happy with my house like it being messy mm -hmm. or like it just feeling so dark or not i don't know feng shui not <laughs> like, making your house a home no so it's I a good that. time to lean into like decorating and cleaning get the lighting right i feel like that yeah. just like reminded me too of like like if you're just using your overhead ceiling lights what are you doing like what are you doing you guys you need to get a lamp you need to get some like ambient lighting like even i've seen you can buy them on amazon those like under cabinet lighting and it's super like affordable and you just like they stick up on there and they have like a remote that controls them oh my gosh it was a little bit it was like sideways oh no i got it though it's good now okay. it was <laughs> and maybe it like slid i think it must have just slid <laughs> i was just so scared because it was about to cure i was like no 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 <laughs> like she grabbed her finger and she just like yanked that nail guys my nail was it went sideways for a second and once you cure it like it's it's done yeah it's done i so yes i think like making your house a home and if that means like cleaning and organizing or just like getting that ambient lighting right you know okay and we have a whole list for you guys so we are gonna put a list this is just like the tip of the iceberg that we're sharing with you on this podcast we could go on and on for hours because caitlin and i compiled a whole list of things that you can do in the winter and just ways that you can kind of romanticize the season so we're gonna post a nice fancy curated list on at buff it out podcast that's our instagram page every episode we post a carousel post with all of the reference things so if we reference anything in this episode or any other ones we list them all there so we're gonna make a nice like tangible list for you guys to save and pull from but one more that i want to just explain to you guys outside of that list that you can access leaning into layered fashion okay this is something that i try to do during like this season when i'm starting to feel like i am so sick of it being cold like i cannot wait for summer like whenever i start having those feelings of like okay i'm ready for summer like i'm over it i'm over this i I feel like it's like that mindset thing where you're like okay well that's not gonna make summer come any faster and so am i gonna just be miserable for the next couple months and just be like stomping my feet like i hate it i'm so cold or am i gonna find a way to shift my mindset and enjoy this find a way to enjoy this season basically and the way that i love to do that is leaning into the fashion that winter brings because the fashion that winter brings is actually pretty amazing like if you think about it in the summer like you can only wear so much especially caitlin and i live in vegas so at some point in the summer you you're just wearing something that's survivable you like, don't really wear clothes you're like just trying not to be naked yeah i'm like at this point I, can i wear a bikini and just like show up like that is that okay and i think a lot of places like so in the summer like fashion isn't as as interesting i would say as it can be in the winter you can lean into layers layering f uh, different fabrics like Cute chunky coats, yeah scarves there's a lot more collar sticking out of the sweater i, I love it Le yes like a turtleneck under a crew sweatshirt um, boots like all that hats like oh my gosh as i think about it like there's just so much to play with so even if you're not a big fashion person like let yourself be though because th if this is a way for you to get through the season and find like one little silver lining in it because that's kind of how i feel it's like 
my one silver lining about winter is it you can have fun with fashion so what i would suggest you do is romanticize your evening put your little pot of tea on your fireplace on youtube is going and you can get on pinterest and create a whole pinterest board of winter layered fashion inspo so like kind of go down a pinterest deep dive like maybe some like outfits that you haven't thought of trying yet or something that's like a little bit of a fashion risk for you maybe you're not you know just something that kind of like curate your fashion and just try something new but have fun with it you know yeah i love that idea it's a good way to kind of get through these last few months and get excited yeah because we know for a lot of you guys it's still freezing cold where you live and it will be for a little while longer and that's the other thing i don't think i talked about this enough with the social media but like other locations will start getting warmer faster than others Mm -hmm. and it starts to feel like really annoying (laughs) i think for like because especially the people in montana yeah (laughs) in nebraska and especially influencers are always talking about the next season everyone's like one step ahead Mm -hmm. and so that feeling of like winter just really drags on right so you need to like go searching for the content that like matches the season that you're in yes i that's a really good point because if you're just scrolling on like instagram for your inspo that is true too even the like fashion influencers that are living in new york where it's still cold they're already trying to be the first one into the next season so it might be cold there but they're like braving that cold weather and wearing like a cute spring outfit and that's just the the social media industry you guys like hate to pull up the veil on that but like that is true social media might not be the best place to find your inspo if anything that will be maybe make yeah make you feel worse because you're like oh my gosh but i'm seeing all this cute spring stuff like i'm ready for spring like you're getting excited Mm -hmm. but then you're just waiting and waiting so yes i would say pinterest is better because you can go down these rabbit holes on pinterest that are like free from the algorithm pushing what's new so yeah again we're gonna have way more ideas listed on our instagram so you guys definitely need to go check that out it'll be out as soon as we post this on monday we'll have that list out for you guys that you guys can save for like romanticizing the season but we still have a couple more um things that we want to touch on what i already kind of lightly mentioned before what helps me get through the tough times whether it be like seasonal depression or just postpartum era is connection and staying in touch with friends and staying in touch with other moms which starts to be really hard in the winter because it's so cold out you're not doing park dates as much but we have some ideas of ways to stay connected with your friends during this time and you really have to put energy into it and prioritize it because it's so easy i think everyone kind of like goes into hibernation mode Mm -hmm. and so they're not making plans and you don't have like reasons to see each other as organically so you really have to coordinate big events or coordinate activities together even if it's virtually so one of the ways that i like to stay connected or that i've been doing this last year so right when i was maybe one month postpartum i downloaded the app marco polo i found out it's very popular amongst the moms because so i have a friend that lives in oregon and she has she has three kids she's pregnant with her fourth and she introduced me to this app because it's like video chatting but you don't have to be live so it's like facetiming but you are not talking to them like at the same time so you just send a video message and they can listen to it when they're free and then they can respond whenever it's convenient so it's nice because like it's hard to coordinate nap schedules it's hard to coordinate like moments where you're both available Mm -hmm. to talk but it's more connection than just like texting you actually feel like you're really getting to like see them and talk to them and so we literally send each other video messages back and forth every single day I feel like I know what's going on in her life all the time and we had like lost touch for years until I downloaded this app so it's just crazy to me like I feel like we're best friends and I had not talked to her in like four or five years before that and now I know everything about her life and I and she's always checking in with me and so I feel so connected to her Mm -hmm. and I literally wouldn't have this friendship right now if it wasn't for this app it just works so well with the mom life and the mom schedules I love that and to help explain it better too um when Caitlin told me about this I was like oh I've kind of been doing that on Snapchat so even if Snapchat could also be another option for you but same idea so on Snapchat I would basically me and my sisters had a group chat where we would do that we would just send like video 
video talking about, you know, our day or venting or whatever. And then, yeah, you just get to it at your own time. It's so, for me, that works so much better for me than a FaceTime. I I just, I'm not like a phone. I don't like being on the hook. Like, I don't like feeling trapped. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like, I, when I get a FaceTime call, like, it, it honestly just gives me anxiety. I don't know why, but it does. Like, I'm like, oh, okay. Like, because I'm like, I don't know how long this is going to last. Like, I don't know, you know, like, what if they call me and they're crying and they're like, this is like something I'm going through, which like with my sisters, like sometimes it would be that. Like, sometimes my sisters would send me a video, like full tears on Snapchat. Like, I'm just going through this and it's re- give me a second it's really hard and like i'm literally watching them in like not in real time you know like yeah. I'm, like they put they sent me this yesterday so i like send them back a video i'm like hey are you good <laughs> are we still crying yeah or did you get over that yeah, i'm like did you solve your own problem or do we need me like do i need to step in but it's kind of cool in that way that it's just like yeah for anybody with a busy lifestyle like even if you're not a mom like my sisters like we all just live such different lives different time zones even yeah so it's super nice i think that's really good advice i love it because it's like i could be listening to her and then i'm like oh pause like I gotta go do this or even I'll be telling her a story and I'm like hang on and I pause it and I know that she's not literally sitting there waiting for me yes and then I can come back like 10 minutes later and like pick up right where I left off I'm like so anyways like right. this is what happened and sometimes I'll see I have a message from her but I'm not like mentally available like I just want to scroll on my phone and it's not there's kind of like an unspoken thing where it's just you know as moms you're gonna get back to them mm-hmm. whenever you feel like it yes <laughs> I feel like that's the vibe I get with the app right right and at your own convenience no that's so true because there's been times where caitlin and i are facetiming and like the chaos i know you moms know exactly what we mean when you're trying to like carry on a a facetime conversation and like you're talking and then you're like oh shoot and you like look up because you see your like the one with you canyon (laughs) head in the treasure chest he was upside down yes legs flailing so like things like that and it was just like it's so hard sometimes to carry on a conversation real time like that so i love that and on that same note i think with all these summer or all these with all these winter activities the biggest thing is 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 finding a way to wrap them all into socializing because I think Caitlin explained it well like you kind of lose that part in the winter so just trying to find ways to still get that socialization especially if you do live alone like maybe you are living alone somewhere and you it's like very isolating so you're like well if I stay in though then I literally won't talk to anyone I feel like you do kind of have to push yourself to find ways to socialize so whether that be inviting someone over for a night in we're encouraging nights in but that doesn't mean you can't invite company over and sit on the couch with them and hibernate with them it's kind of like COVID you know it was like you just wanted to be able to like go through it with someone like yes. it's the same idea like we're all like hibernating you know mm-hmm. and it's sometimes it's nice to get like, cozy up with someone even if it's just a friend and for moms too it's hard to go do activities with the kids outside because you have to bundle them up and then oh they get gosh. freezing and that whole thing yes just invite a mom to your own house and just like sit in the living room and let the kids play and chat and, and just have your tea time or your coffee like enjoy a cup of coffee together like maybe that's a ritual you have with them like once a week or something you're like oh once a week we're gonna have our like friday afternoon tea or like Friday morning coffee like let it be something you look forward to yes and and it doesn't have to be I think it's hard sometimes we talk about this we lightly touched on this in our first episode of like come as we are and it doesn't have to be this big event that you guys are going to as for a mommy meetup just let it be like hey you want to just come over like and you can be honest with them be like hey like it's been so cold outside right like and they probably have been honestly sitting on the couch doing the same thing as you and you can just be like do you want to just like come over we can just go through it together like we'll just put a bunch of toys out let the kids play because the other thing too like Caitlin and I experience it all the time it's kind of nice to get our babies together because they kind of tire each other out yeah. and they start to play with each other so then we can kind of be sitting over across the room like can be having our tea and they're doing their thing so it doesn't have to be a big event there's power in numbers you can beat this depression no. together <laughs> in motherhood too there's power in numbers 
<laughs> if both of our kids are going batshit crazy around the house, at least we're in it together. You know what I mean? Yeah. But that is a really good point. And then if even if you, let's say like you're just not in a situation oh. to be able to have people over or like see people in person, like Caitlin already said, like virtually is a big thing. Mm-hmm. Finding ways to make these little, su- like I keep wanting to say summer. I keep catching myself. You're it's so weird. It worse. I know. I'm like, I don't want to think about Everyone's that. like, stop talking about summer. Yeah. I'm like, we miss her. <laughs> I know. We love her. All these winter events, find ways to make them more social. For example, if you're doing, if you're getting into books right now, start a book club or join a book club. Yeah, like a virtual book club a vir- too. Virtual, yes. That's the key is virtual. If you're having trouble like doing this in real time and you just don't want to be driving out in the cold weather, start a virtual book club or another one, like if you're getting into puzzles and like don't knock puzzles till you try them. I never used to be a puzzle person. I was like, that's like for grandmas. But then I started and it, it's addicting. Okay. Really? Yes, it's addicting. You can even have like a podcast playing in the background or music or whatever and just like kind of let your mind go numb in a way and just like puzzle it out. I have not done a puzzle. You should try it. And it's fun too because it's part of romanticizing. You can get some really like pretty like winter scenes picture. It could be like something really like cozy wintry and it just kind of adds to the whole thing. So, uh, but my reason for bringing up puzzles, I got really distracted because I I really do love puzzling now. (laughs) She's getting weird over here. (laughs) You do you ever watch New Girl? No. Oh, you never watched New Girl? No. Caitlin, what? That's like one of those ones that you just have to know of. I mean, I know of it. Do you think you would like it? I think you would because you watched The Office. It's like kind of yeah. like that ironic, like sarcastic humor. Yeah, I might like it. You should watch it. I'll rewatch it. Okay. But anyways, my point, well, then you're. it's not going to hit the same, but everyone listening has watched New Girl, right, guys? Caitlin's weird. Yeah, let's, every single person. Let's all throw rocks at her. <laughs> no, but there's a scene where Winston, one of the characters, he's like, puts out a puzzle and he starts like going, Winston is about to do some puzzling. And he starts like singing and getting all weird about it. And his roommate is like, Winston, he, I forget what he says. He's like, Winston, stop puzzling. You always get weird when you do puzzles. Like they bring it up that he gets really? weird about them. But Caitlin and anyone you listening. And Winston have a lot in common. We do because, and anyone that puzzles, it's so, it, that. Why, ju- I never heard of this as a verb. <laughs> like <laughs> anyone that puzzles. <laughs> it's a whole sport I'm not familiar with. Why are you saying it like that? you've never puzzled dude that does puzzle no it's a verb dude but <laughs> freaking weirdo no but i want you to do it i want you to puzzle will you puzzle with me promise me you'll puzzle with me okay fine promise me you will because once you do you'll totally get why that was like that scene is so funny because it's true like i have to was- watch an entire series of a show <laughs> and then do a 500 piece puzzle no big deal <laughs> A thousand piece. 500's not worth it. Really? I was going to say 100 and I thought, no, no make it hard. 500. <laughs> no. Anyone that puzzles knows that it has to be at least a thousand. One time I did a 2,000 piece. Too much. Holy. Too overwhelming. No way. I, I started that one last year. That was part of my like trying to help my seasonal depression. It did, but it kept me busy and I don't think I finished it till like summer. It took me months. It, my, where did you keep the We puzzle? didn't eat at the table. That's that's for sure. <laughs> for we, six months. Yeah. But anyways, yeah, puzzling. (laughs) Wait, I don't even think I got out what it was about. Do puzzle swap. Okay, you guys, puzzle swap. So I haven't personally done this. I'm not that much of a puzzler, but... Puzzler is the noun now. Part of making, bringing a social aspect to puzzles is I've seen people do like puzzle swaps. So like the thing about a puzzle is like you might spend like several weeks on it or whatever, and then you get finished with it. And like, you kind of don't really want to revisit the same puzzle. It's just kind of like you've been there, done that. Like we don't want to do that again. So what could be really cool is like getting a group of people to like do a a 
puzzle swap. So basically you just trade puzzles and you, you do theirs and it's something new, something fresh, but you don't have to go out and buy a new one. And this is all, so the book club and the puzzle swap, if you're like, but where do I even get into that? Like that sounds weird and niche. Like, like and who do I invite? <laughs> yeah, who do I invite to my puzzle swap? Um, no, but in all seriousness. You invite Kendall. Yes, at Kendall Clark on Instagram. <laughs> yes, two Ks at the end of Clark. You got that? Write that down as well. I think that an easy way to find people is social media, right? So you just throw it up on your story. Mm-hmm. Hey guys, anyone want to do a puzzle swap with me? But you got to sell yourself, you know? Yeah. Like, act like this is something normal. You do it every year. <laughs> <laughs> or you can like play Taking it. applications for my puzzle swap. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. No, but it takes that person to be that, like the type A person to do it. Like, and same with like the book clubs. Like someone has to start it, you guys. And like, why can't it be you? And the other cool thing about this is like, you might have someone reach out that's been following you from like high school that you guys like, you know, those people that you stay following that you're like, I don't even know this from like I haven't talked to this person since I was like 12 but we still follow each other like yeah. I know all their kids names like Blakely like Bradley um <laughs> those are cute names <laughs> but yeah like they might reach out and be like oh I would love to puzzle swap with you or like I would love to be a part of the book club and like you might form a new online friendship that you never even thought that you you know you never thought that connection was there and now here you are puzzle swapping so cute yeah. besties <laughs> well you know what you should do though is like write each other a letter and put it in the puzzle box like a pen pal oh my gosh wait that's so cute so me and my mom and my sisters were talking about doing a puzzle swap (laughs) so that would be cute for us you guys should if you know the people yeah don't do it to like the high school when i was friends with you from 10th grade to 11th grade your hair always smelled really nice when i sat behind you pegs wait that's such a blast from the past like you just opened up a part of my brain that i didn't even know exists when you said that hags oops sorry i got are we good is it okay i think we're in the clear okay anyways i hope we gave you guys some inspo of ways to like stay friends virtually or stay busy you know just keep your mind occupied that's the main thing stay connected stay occupied yes exactly we're just we're getting through it in a in a good way though we're romanticizing our way through it okay and if you've listened to this whole episode and you're still like no like the darkness has me i'm in very deep and like i've tried those things they aren't working for me you need music you need an upbeat uplifting playlist and i'm not like all like we've been having fun with this but like i want to get serious for a second because like again i have i've been there done that with this old depression thing and i will say that like one the youtube workouts has been like the biggest thing that i that would help me through a rut but also just like putting on a happy playlist of music don't underestimate how much a happy song can like pull you out of a weird feeling like a like a a rut what's going on um you're scaring me no these these colors like i i even notice on my nails in the light some some spots like are more sheer because they're just not like very um good even coverage they're not they're not watery enough they're too watery oh like they like they spill into spots i feel like it needs three coats okay what do you think well you're gonna do the chrome do you care i see what you mean but you're gonna do the chrome don't even worry about it maybe just get this one because there is like a bald spot yeah (laughs) your thumb has a bald spot yeah anyways what we're trying to say is do not underestimate how powerful upbeat music can be in lifting your mood i know it sounds like super amateur it sounds super kind of like silly in a way but it can shift your mood and i think it does like genuinely give you a serotonin boost i've heard that that's just what i've heard but the the thing that makes it so powerful is because it's so easy so all you have to do is is press play Mm -hmm. it's just like the youtube workout just get your hand on your phone on apple music spotify and just press play and to make it even easier for you guys we're not even going to make you find a playlist 
because that can be a bitch sometimes scrolling to find the right happy playlist we've made one for you okay surprise yes we've made you a perfectly curated happy playlist get happy quick playlist so it's going to be available as soon as this podcast comes out you can revisit it whenever you need to and basically oh the one main point i want to bring up is we made sure that it was clean so that if you guys have kids you can play it in front of them we don't want this to be something that the moms have to like worry about i mean you can scroll through it make sure i don't know what your guidelines are for clean just there's no like major cuss words generally yeah like they might be talking about sex they might be talking about getting it on but like they're not saying the f word and stuff like that you know what i mean the kids don't really catch on yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) like you know everybody has their different levels with their kids everyone parents at their own you know discretion but yes so we'll definitely put a link to that in today's show notes yes i think that'll be easiest so basically this is a mix of like you're gonna have some of your like older like feel good throwback music and then you're gonna have some newer just like upbeat songs but this is like dance party vibes and the reason why i wanted to do this for you guys i have utilized music and like dance parties to get through a lot of the really hard parts of postpartum and it can be one it's like super beneficial for your baby and your kids but it also like it helped me so much postpartum to just like it's like caitlin said it's just something very easy just putting on the music and then just like feeling the vibes and so i highly suggest you put this playlist on i suggest doing it like you know the afternoon when you kind of have run out of activities to do with your baby and the hours start to drag? Yes, like that four to six. Yes. That's a painful time of day. Yes, it's a little slow. So I love to do, and I almost do this every day. I have like a, a scheduled dance party and it's super fun with my baby. He's like a toddler now. And like we have the we have a blast. We've been doing this since he was little. I put on music, we dance, we get really goofy with it. Like have fun. Like just, this is like that like dance like no one's watching vibe. You know what I mean? Like just like be stupid stupid be ridiculous your kids don't care and they're gonna they're gonna have fun too no they're gonna think it's amazing like mom's being like wild weirder, today no the weirder i get the more fun manny has like i will do the weirdest thing and manny ha- like he has a blast so i then i lean into it you know we do anything to make our kids laugh mm-hmm. i'm like a, literally performing for him <laughs> karaoke but it's it can be just like so helpful to kind of get you out of that rut and and give you an activity to do inside wow this is looking cool wait it's like silver it looks very metallic right i wasn't expecting that no me either yeah guys we're doing if you're not watching we're doing the chrome right now wow we just nailed it (gasps) i love it caitlin wait this color i was honestly concerned this entire time because the color was so effing ugly oh my gosh you were just being nice yeah shut but up no actually i thought it was really cute in the bottle until i put it on your nails it turned like green, green. the bottle looked more brown i briefly noticed that but i was like i just didn't want to think too hard about it yeah it looks really cute with the chrome i'm obs- wait caitlin These we have really done cool. no we've done something okay i think you guys get it though go check out the playlist have your dance party and if you feel confident enough <laughs> post on your story and tag us yes we would love that i for one love you can go on my instagram you'll see all my little dance sessions like i do be sharing that so maybe don't do that because i mean i'm just like publicly humiliating myself but (laughs) we have fun with it okay so now it's time my favorite part of the show actually our unpolished opinions and we have we'll give you guys one question okay we've talked your ear enough for today here's the question my husband said he does doesn't love me but will stay in marriage we have two kids and i still love him what should i do with my life oh that's heavy i don't really feel qualified but i'm also really sad for you you're gonna get wait you didn't get my thumb oh <laughs> that's good you 
<laughs> You're pulling a me. So he's saying he doesn't love you, but he like he wants to stay married. He's like, we don't gotta make it official divorce. I'm wondering if he's like, obviously he's not staying loyal, like exclusive to her, right? Or that would be like my question. But honestly, like regardless of what the answer is to that, I feel like. No, you gotta go. You gotta go because, okay, I actually learned about this in um, psychology class growing up. Or not growing up. In college. <laughs> when I was five years, the tender age of five. <laughs> no, Wait, I'm really in interested. Okay, because okay. okay. they've done studies on this because a lot of times people say that they stay in a marriage for the kids, right? Like, it's so common. Oh, yes. we're gonna stay married till they're 18 And at it's least. like a respectable thing. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, that's so brave and strong mm-hmm. of you. Mm-hmm. So they've done some studies where they measured, like, is it actually better for the child's mental health? if they do that mm-hmm. and it's actually negative effects so staying together for the kids is no i wouldn't say always it's probably but, subjective but yeah if this was if they did some case studies mm-hmm. you know it, the results showed like on average it was worse for the kids okay like the kids struggled more like anxiety depression those types of things and the reason is because the parents usually aren't happy right because they're staying in a marriage or living in a home with somebody they don't want to be with anymore mm-hmm. so they they witness a lot more fighting and fighting is not inherently bad i want to talk about that another time too it's not like oh don't fight in front of the kids but just like that tension like kids feel that tension right. and that unease like a toxic mm-hmm environment basically and so when both parents are separate but living happy lives it's so much better for the kids mental health interesting and so i think that if you were to stay with your husband knowing that he doesn't love you even if you guys act like things are good like day to day like kids pick up on stuff yes they're not going to see the love between you two anymore and it's way better for you to feel like you have your power back and to feel like you're even if you're not going to go pursue a relationship with someone else like anytime soon you're going to feel more confident about yourself just knowing that like you're you're not stuck with somebody and settling and settling yeah yeah that's a really i i think and i think ultimately it's up to you to sit with it and decide but i would say i would err on yeah the side with caitlin of like you well i guess just ask yourself this and i think that this is going to tell you everything do you are you going to be happy sitting in this marriage knowing that your partner does not love you and and i think what she said in the thing was like i love him yeah that's, that's so really hard. hard because if you had said like i don't True. have feelings for him we're both like happily like what's that word for like a relationship that platonic like we're both happily platonic and we can go do our other things and like see other people like if i mean i'm not like everybody there's yeah, sometimes yeah. there's like some that un- could work yeah you know? there's unconventional relationships out there and like if that works for you and your partner like that's great like that's fine but i think the key here is if one of you if you're loving him and it's like breaking your heart to be with him every day knowing that he doesn't love you yeah because especially if i'm guessing it's not he's not going to be like acting committed right and that's going to break your heart over and over to be like yeah we live together and he comes home late and like i don't know what he's up to or he's texting girls like mm-hmm. the, all that's gonna drive you crazy <sighs> that's a tough one though yeah i mean it also depends like i mean how done is he like is there is there room for therapy is he just going through a hard time right now mm-hmm. like how long has this been but don't you kind of feel i kind of feel ugh, i don't know i was gonna say it feels toxic to me of a partner to throw that at someone to be like if they're just going through something hard they yeah. start saying like they start in the heat of the moment being like i don't love you anymore like that seems like almost borderline like verbally abusive and like kind of manipulative but then again so it maybe depends how he said it too if he's like throwing it at you in like a very toxic like you guys are fighting he's like i don't even love you anymore but if he's like sitting down with you 
you and being like, hey, this is really hard for me to say, but I, I have to be honest with you. I don't feel like I'm in love with, you know what I mean? Yeah. I think there's like a very big difference in the way that he said that to you True. or the way you like came about it. So, and the, uh, the other thing that just came to my mind, just this on this whole topic, I think like the fact that you're like, I mean, he's the one who said like, he's willing to stay for your two kids. But I think that even deeper than that, us as women and as moms, that mom guilt can be so strong. And Caitlin touched on it with, you know, a lot of people stay in relationships for the kids. And I think that there's no stronger moral pool to to do what's right by your kids than that, than, than for moms. I always said before, like, oh, I'm never going to stay in a relationship, like, just for the kids because, like, I've seen parents, like, really unhappy in marriage and, like, always been like, just get divorced. Like, please. Like, yeah, someone, like, for all of us. Like, for all someone of us. call it. Someone yeah. call it. But then, like, when we had Canyon, like, Brian literally said to me, he's like, we are never, like, breaking up. Like, our son is going to have, like, two parents in the house. And, like, that is very, very important to him. And, like, I also understand that, but, like, I also don't see a world in which we're not together, like, that we don't want to be together. Right. So I'm like, well, yeah, of course. But so now that I'm actually, like, have my own kid and, like, want that for him, I see how hard the decision is. Hard you know? the decision is because, but, but like, I really do want to touch on the mom guilt because I think it, you just want to do what's best for your kid and you just feel so pulled to do, yeah, like, to, to do everything in your power to give them the best life that they can. So let me give you a little bit of perspective to, like, build off of what Caitlin was explaining in that study that she learned about. Think of it this way. Like, rather than, yeah, like Caitlin said, like, being in a loveless marriage that might be, like, tumultuous and just, like, going through, having your kid experience that, you're setting an example for your kids that you're not going to put up with or that you, that you deserve better. You're setting an example. And that they would deserve better. And yes, that's what it is. You're setting, so think about, you're, you're a role model for your kids. They're observing. You're also showing them through example what they should do in a situation like this so that when they're adults, they can be like, well, I remember my mom, she decided to make this really hard decision. It was hard, but she, she knew that she deserved somebody that loved her. Like, mm-hmm. that's sad, you yeah. know? Like, oh my God, it's breaking my heart. Yeah, like she deserves someone that loved her and they, and that they'll pick up on that. And that'll be an example for them that you chose better for yourself and that you would expect them to do the same because yeah. wouldn't you? Yeah, you would want your kid to leave right. the, the relationship. Imagine you're down, way down the road, your kid's in their 30s and they're calling you, telling you this is what's happening. You as mama bear, wouldn't you be like, you deserve better? Like, mm-hmm. so think of it that way. I feel like that's a good way to look at it. I'm so sorry, girl. Yeah. This is the toughest question we've ever had. Yeah, that's a hard one. I know that you'll make the right decision. Yeah, just sit with it. I always say with like really hard, like we didn't come, I don't think either one of us is saying what you should and shouldn't do with this. It's just like, we're talking it out with you. So listen to this and maybe this will help you like sit on it and think of it more. Cause at the end of the day, like you have to decide what. We don't know your life, your relationship. Yeah. Like you do. Right. I think we can end on that. Everyone take a deep breath. And go put on the happy playlist. Yes. Go put on the happy playlist. Go romanticize your cozy season and have fun with it. We'll see you next week, next Monday. so cute oh my god like i'm i am just these are insane